we're kicking off a little college football. It is that time of year again. Marty, here's the question. Can they three-peat? I definitely think from a culture perspective, they have it humming. Now, back to the Pete McMurray Show. Here's Pete and Lisa. You can see Marty Smith all over ESPN, from NASCAR to college football to the PGA Tour. He's joining us today to talk about his new book, which I couldn't put down when I got it yesterday. Sideline CEO Leadership Principles from Championship Coaches. It's Marty Smith, everyone. Wow, what a wonderful book, Marty. How are you? Thank you so much. I appreciate that, and thank you guys so much for offering me a platform to chat about it. I hope you guys are great. Can I first say that no one, and I mean no one on ESPN, has a better tailor than you? (laughs) You know, brother, I would agree with that. I cannot dispute your amazing opinion on that particular subject. Your clothes. Hey, man, I got got some suit game now. Ain't no lying. You have some suit game. And on the cover of your book, Lisa, what did I say? Just you off the air when I held you up this book. You said you wanted his tailor. I wanted his tailor, but look at your suits fit like a glove. Are you a clothes horse like me? I appreciate good clothes. Uh, I do, yes. I, and that's, I would say that's a development in my life over the past 10 or so years. When I started doing college game day and I was still wearing like my dad's suit from JCPenney, <laughs> I went, you know, I'm looking at Kirk Herbstreit with his perfect tailored to Desmond Howard I'm like I better I, Tom Rinaldi's got the pocket square I'm like yeah. I better up my game I'm gonna get I'm gonna get run out of here man uh, I have a great friend in Richmond Virginia who has a an amazing custom suit shop called Alton Lane and he started making my suits and I'm like dude I like this now I'm all <laughs> in on this so thank you for saying that I will pass it along to Peyton he will be thrilled don't you think sometimes what you wear affects your performance on the job Oddly enough, it definitely infuses you with self-confidence. And I never knew that until I had my first tailored suit. I never felt that feeling like, damn, I look pretty good in this thing, man. I mean, I, I, might, I might be on to something here. <laughs> another thing that's funny, though, another thing that's funny, my friends, is I took so much grief at first because I wore J's. I wore, I'm an Air Jordan guy. Michael's been my hero since I was 10 years old. Yeah. I wore J's. With my suits, and people were like, "That looks ridiculous. What are you doing now?" Everybody does it. So Every, everybody does it. I am so glad you brought that. that up. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thank you. Before we get into the book, I love College Game Day. I mean, watching it every single week. Like, I think The Rock was on. Rock showed up. I mean, it you, it, it's so much fun to watch. How fun is it when you're in it? Are you just trying to focus on your segment and get to the next thing? Or are you enjoying it while you're doing it? It's electric. I don't know any other way to say it. And I'll tell you guys, college game day is every bit as much a thread in the fabric of college football's culture and tradition as the games themselves. And I'm serious now Yep. because folks get up every morning. It is, it is must-watch for families. Like Kirk, Dez, Reese, Coach, now Pat McAfee. People consider them fa- like they live in the living room. I have it on every Saturday. Every Saturday, Marty. <laughs> Right, and I'm, I can't describe to you guys my gratitude that I get to be one of the storytellers, that they believe enough in my ability to tell great stories that I get to do features on that show. Wow, i just super, super grateful. That's awesome. Well, the name of your new book is called Sideline CEO. You talked to some of the greatest coaches ever about leadership principles, 
How did you decide on the coaches in this book? Well, there was a there was a, a, a select handful of them that I would say were paramount must-haves. There's a couple reasons for that. First of all, their championship pedigree, but I've been around their programs so much that I knew the type of leaders and men they were. That's Saban, Dabo, Mac Brown, Izzo, Kirby, some of those guys. Right. I had never met Doc Rivers before, but a lot of these folks I had personal relationships with already, and I knew I had to have them in there. Then I started studying who has interesting personalities? you got to be a champion to make the pages of that. Now, I, I considered right. national championship, like Lane Kiffin. He doesn't have a national championship, but he was, a, I mean, as a head coach, but he was a national championship offensive coordinator at Alabama. That qualifies for me. I love Tom Izzo. I love Roy Williams. I love these guys. You bring up Doc Rivers. I have a quote in front of me. I'm so glad you brought him up because I love Doc Rivers. I saw him at a Marquette game in Milwaukee last winter. His quote in your book, trust is an action word. Trust is built and shown through action, and everybody trusts differently. As a coach, you have to know that. Some people give you trust. Some people trust has to be earned. I love that quote more than anything. I put it in my uh, quote file in my phone right away. Well, thank you for that. Um, He's an amazing man on so many levels, and I learned so much from him during the time we spent together, and I'm so grateful that he gave me his time. He was still the coach of the 76ers when I had the blessing of interviewing him. And, and not only was that you know, trust of your actions and trust of your words and trust requires time, but I don't know if you've gotten to the point in the book where he discusses the Ubuntu philosophy. If you haven't, it's going to move you. Man, it's so fascinating. Basically, the Ubuntu philosophy was how the South Africans founded the culture of Africa. And he explained to me that when he won his championship with the Celtics in 08, that was their team philosophy. And what it is, is I am my best self through other people. I am my best self when you are your best self. And get this, guys, this stops time for me. I can't be threatened by your good. Wow. Uh, Wow. I I love that. Wow. It removes the insecurity. We work in media. All of us are insecure. It removes the ego from the process. Correct. Yep. Correct. It's like scarcity mindset. We get this idea that there's only so much good out there and so much success. So if my neighbor is successful, if my teammate is successful, that somehow there's less success out there for myself. And there are two There are two points I want to make on, on your amazing point right there. Number one. My wife said something to me that stopped time for me. There's room for everybody. Oh, my gosh. Is that a great quote? She's going to be in the next book. Hold on. Let me write that down. There's There's room room for everybody. everybody. Okay. And then there's the, the, and that then dovetails off of the great adage, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. And it is. When we start comparing ourselves to other people's good, or other people's this or that, they have this stuff, or why did they get that award, or how come they got this interview, or why do they have, like, we are comparing ourselves, and what are we doing? We're compromising our own blessings. All that is in my daily walk, and all that's in the book, too, so... Man, I feel like I'm at a Tony Robbins seminar right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to church, y'all. We're talking. Which is 
The highest honor in Pete's world. Oh, I love Tony. I love him. Sideline CEO is the name of the book. Marty Smith from ESPN is on with us. You break down uh, the book in chapters by leadership, trust, communication and listening, delegation, culture, crisis management. I couldn't put it down, Marty, when I read this. Mac Brown tells a story about a player passing away and he had to call the parents. My eyes started welling up. I'm, I'm getting choked up just talking about it. It's amazing. To me, that's the most dynamic chapter in the book because these coaches who we see in a certain light on TV and in press conferences really opened their souls in a vulnerable way to me sharing these stories. And, and Max still gets teared up. That His player was Cole Pittman, who was on his Texas Longhorns national championship teams. And Cole, unfortunately, was involved in a tragic truck accident in nowhere, Texas, and passed away. And the Texas State Patrol, Highway Patrol, Cole had on a Texas National Championship ring on his finger. And it said Cole Pittman on it. And they called Mac Brown to identify the body. And get not just identify the body, but he had to call Cole's parents and, and relay that news to them. Like, these coaches don't sign up for that. Leaders, like CEOs of major corporations, we don't sign up for crisis management, but almost invariably we have to do it at some point. And like Max shared, opening his soul to me that way, and and y'all, I'm telling, he got really emotional still sharing that with me. He's just that's an amazing man. If you guys don't know him, he is just a phenomenally wonderful servant leader to other people. I love him. Well, there's great quotes by him in the book and uh, i love tom Izzo. tom i mean i could read what he's saying forever and ever roy williams has a quote in there in the uh, chapter self-evaluation talking about how and this is most coaches i've heard saban talk about this too after they win a national championship they enjoy it for about a day and a half and (laughs) then right away it's like what are we going to do next year you're on the recruiting again heading out two days later it never ever stops it doesn't and, you know, Dabo calls it the windshield mentality. If you're, because, you know, if you're driving home, you're looking out the windshield. If you're looking out the rearview mirror when you're driving home, you're going to crash and it's going to be over. And I love his comment in the book. Dabo said to me, people ask him sometimes, what's more difficult, building it or sustaining it? He said, I don't know, we're still building it. Oh. And I just, I love that philosophy so right. much. It's hard, though. In this season of my life, I'm trying so hard to be where my feet are. Yeah. I'm trying to be present. I'm trying to have a closed mouth and open ears and be Mm. a great listener. But I'm still working on that. Like, I'm not good at it. And these coaches are horrible at it. Let me tell you guys a quick story. Several years ago, Alabama won the national championship in Phoenix, Arizona against Clemson. And Coach Saban invited my producer and me to fly home with the team, back to Alabama with the team. And – we're in the back of the plane, and the sports information guy, Josh Maxson, comes back, and he's like, come on up, Coach. Coach said you can do an interview with him. So we walk all the way up to first class, first seat in the plane. Mm. And I kneel down on one knee in the aisle to start interviewing Coach Saban. Guess what he's doing? Watching tape on the game he just won wow. in the national championship game. Of course he is. He is. He Already a, he watching a, the tape. No, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He is taking notes on – what this person did, okay, he was not in the proper position. 
he did not have good eye discipline here. Deshaun Watson beat us there. Like, I was like, dude, you're a lunatic. Yeah, it's a blessing <laughs> and a curse to be a coach yep, like it that. Is. It really is. And that the winningest coaches are just like that. Marty, I, I could talk to you forever, man. I am so happy that you came on the show. You're the guy to me. We've never met, but I've only listened to you, watched you on ESPN. You seem like the guy that pumps other people up and just a positive person to be around. Well, I appreciate that. That is very, I, that's who I try to be. I think in this life to whom much is given, much is required. And I've been afforded much. Uh, so I want other people to kind of see that light or feel that light. So I appreciate you saying that, man. Well, the book is called Sideline CEO, Marty Smith, and the quote by your wife, there's room for everyone. Everyone. Yeah, man. I love it. That's such isn't a great she, quote. Isn't she smart? She's probably <laughs> in the other room rolling her. I can't believe you said that on the radio. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. God bless y'all. Be well. Thanks, Marty. We'll see you on College Game Day. Yes, sir. More of the Pete McMurray Show next.